Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and join me as always is one Chris Hipple. Say hi. Oh, Miggy, one down, 15 to go. Let's go. Chris, we are coming at the people after a big dub at the Wells Fargo Center against the Toronto Raptors, 131 to 111, in a game where there is one man who basically owns Philadelphia right now, and his name is Tyrese Maxi. This guy is a star. We love Mike Muscala. We got to get a banner up for Mike Muscala and Tyrese Maxi. Chris, what did you see? And just tell me about the boner that you have for Tyrese Maxi. I forgot about the shout out to Mike Muscala. Always. Uh, man, I don't even know where to begin. I, Give just, me your boner takes. Like, <laughs> uh, okay, let me try to respond to that. I think I love. <laughs> So, like, there's a lot of Allen Iverson comparisons being thrown around, right? And I don't mm-hmm. take those lightly. That mm-hmm. means a lot to okay. me personally. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that actually matches Allen Iverson most of all is that when Tyrese Maxey is thrown into high-pressure situations, he performs even better than expected. Mm. I think, like, of all the stuff that, that he brings to the table, it's pretty amazing that, like, in a game like this one, you kind of look back and you're like, we should have fucking known this guy would come out just fucking guns blazing. Listen, I... Not to- afraid. I, I totally agree. And the thing that I really love about him is that when he's on fire, he's on fire. It's almost like NBA Jam. Like, when he was chucking up those threes and, like, basically heat-checking himself... You just feel good it's, about the it's, shot. It's Dame Lillard stuff, with <laughs> yeah. the, like with the logo shot, like the three pointer at the end. Oh like that was God. fucking Dame Lillard. Just so former amazing. sixer, not ever a sixer, Dame Lillard. And he's ours. He's so endearing. He loves Philadelphia. He's a hard worker. It's like everyone's got. You. I just smiley. He's so smiley. Super he's smiles. always smiling. Mm. But interestingly, I will, go ahead. Sorry, let me just throw one other thing out there with Maxi. I know we'll talk about him in a little bit, but the clear benefit of adding James Harden is Mm. that Maxie is not expected to really do any playmaking for others at this point. Like now he catches the ball and he's immediately looking at the basket and he's making something happen. Yeah, and he uh, doesn't really take the ball up the court. He can just kind of run down the sideline, take a over-the-head bounce pass from James Harden for a layup. It's just fantastic. Mm. Great to see. But, you know, Chris... As much as we want to fawn over Tyrese Maxey, we should be fawning over Joel Embiid, right? Not really a strong Mm -hmm. game, not like his most dominant performance, really, but obviously he's getting double, triple teamed all the time and it's kind of facilitating. What did you see from JoJo? If you look at the box score, not that great, but he just didn't need to be great, which is why this was such an interesting win. 19 points from Joel, which would be the lowest scoring game for him in over two months. Um, The big, yeah, the big takeaway is that he's got three guys on him. Most of the time people are hanging off of his neck, like fucking koalas. And we brought it up in a podcast, I think two years ago, Mm. specifically against the Raptors. What if Joel just decided to be the wingman, like the guy who has a girlfriend, but he's still going to go out with his boys and just like try to set up his friends. That's what he did. And I love that. Four assists, no turnovers. It's the first ever time Joel Embiid has played against the Raptors and not turned the ball over. And the four assists does not capture at all all of the good passes. Right. 
I totally agree. And just obviously when he's getting double and triple teamed, he's opening up the entire floor for the Tyrese Maxes of the world, for the Tobias Harrises of the world. Tobias, As much yeah. as we've been shitting on this guy all year, and he deserved it, to be fair. But the last Apology like, pod. <laughs> but Tobology. He, he's really turned it up, playing very solid. Tobias Harris, 9 for 14, 3 for 5 from 3-point land, plus 17, 26 points. I mean, this is because he has these opportunities to be just wide open because – yeah. James Harden and Joel Embiid are just getting doubled all the time. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Chris, what did you see from the Raptors? You know, they weren't really themselves. And mm. actually, Chris, we are Chris, honestly, we are at the Shake Milton Minute. Shake, shake, shake. Yeah, I was thinking, fuck the regular season. I don't know what the regular season tells us any, <laughs> anymore. Because the Raptors, like, they win three out of four against us. The Raptors force more turnovers than any team in the NBA. The Raptors are the second best rebounding team in the NBA. The Sixers are 30th, right? Mm -hmm. In this bizarro world game, we crush them on the glass. We don't turn the ball over at all. And I don't know what to make of all of that. Like, is this a weird one-game freak thing? Or are we just, like, peaking or figuring it out at the right time? Well, rebounds are kind of a funny thing. You know, sometimes it's just a matter of does it bounce this way? Does it not bounce that way? Certainly watching the game, you know, I wasn't very impressed with the boxing out prowess of the Tobias Harris of the world. Obviously, Joel Embiid's an elite rebounder. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's a little bit of fool's gold. You know, that's kind of what I wrote down. I was like, is this the real Raptors or was this just kind of like an off, uh, yeah. you know, an off night for them? Or... Do we have to do a Doc Rivers apology pod? Is this a Doc Rivers 4D backgammon game? I, we should give a shout out to Doc. The team had a week of practices and uh, we just looked so prepared. We really did. Uh, playoff preview for game number two, Chris. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, big question is how does Nick Nurse respond? I, mm. I wonder because obviously the game plan was do not let Joel Embiid or James Harden beat you. And what's weird about it is like, so obviously that backfired majorly. If you're the Raptors, do you stick with that strategy and hope that guys like Maxi and Tobias slow down? Or do you say like, you know what? Maybe we let James Harden try to beat us. If I were Nick Nurse, I would try to let James Harden beat us because... That's kind of where I'm at too. It's You got to pick your poison. If James Harden can get his... I mean, listen, he scored 23 points the other night. It's not like, wasn't a bad showing. But he was just like such a great facilitator. Something like more than 15 assists, I think. The big thing that he's already working on, though, is the whistle. He's such a baby already, complaining about Joel Embiid. Like, Joel Embiid's punching guys now. Obviously looking for some calls in game two. 